Welcome to Monday, my lovelies. Hope you are all doing really fantastic and awesome on this very fun and very fabulous Monday, Monday morning. Now, oh good, my description didn't come across into... Ah, oh, you know, you guys, sometimes these lives work really, really well, and other times they do not. It's really bloody annoying, isn't it? Don't you think it's really annoying? I think it's really annoying. So just giving you a chance to get on in. Let's see if that's going to... No, of course it's not going to let me do the thing that I want to do because, you know, let's be honest, that would make things easy, right? Make things easy and simple. All right, let's see if that's working. No, can I do this live on here? Let me see. Oh, I don't want to put that in there. All right, well, I'll see if I can paste it in the comments because that might work. There we go. All right. What I wanted to talk with you about was a, a conversation that I had actually with a beautiful friend of mine uh, on the weekend. And one of the things that was really interesting to me was, or the, the reminder for me was around this conversation around niching. So the, the thing that I want to do, first of all, is just kind of like etch a sketch everything that you think you know about niching, about audience selection, about marketing and everything like that. Now, the conversation that she'd had with me and the conversation I have a lot of the time actually is around this whole thing around, well, you know, people aren't buying my stuff. They tell me they can't afford it. They say that it sounds fantastic and brilliant and awesome, but they're, a lot of people are just unwilling to hand over their cold hard cash. And one of the things that I think is a really interesting thing for uh, people to consider is this whole, number one, the way that we talk. Hi, Linda. The way that we speak uh, and, and the way that we speak to ourselves. So if you're constantly saying people don't have any money, people don't buy, people don't come in, people don't interact, people don't engage, people don't respond, people aren't buying, no one's got any fucking money, no one's got any time, no one's got any energy, everybody has to go and ask their husbands for all of the things or ask their wives for all of the things. That's the stuff that you're going to get showing up. Okay, so first and foremost, like we, we've known each other long enough by now to know that there is a, there's, you know the way that energy works, right? What you put out is attracted back into you. So you, you've got to be, or magnetized back into you. You've got to be really careful about how you phrase this. So be aware of all of those things that you might be regularly saying that you probably don't even mean to, right? But comes up anyway and eradicate that from your language. The second thing that I want you to think about, and, and this is where people get uh, really confused. Hey, Jess. Hey, Naomi. Get really confused and it can be really a bit overwhelming if we think about, all right, niche, like I've got to choose the right niche. I've got to choose the right demographic. I've got to choose this, that, and the other. I want to propose a different way of looking at it or pose a different way of looking at it to allow you some space to get into some of the psychology around what makes niching work, right? We know that we can go and do the demographic stuff and we can go and do the targeting and blah, blah, blah. But if the messaging is off, it's not going to work. So all of that gets put to the side for a minute. 
And what I want you to think about is if you wanted to manifest and create and bring in an amazing new friend, right? Think about it outside of business, outside of everything. If you could create your ideal friend, what is your ideal friend like? Right? What do they look like? What do they like to talk about? What do they sound like? Do they cheer you on? Do you have really amazing, deep and meaningful conversations? Have they got your back? Is it somebody that you can confide in? What do you guys like to do for fun? How do you like to hang out? What would you be doing together? Is it about going out and dancing until dawn? Is it going out, you know, when it's not COVID restrictions? Is it about sitting around a fire and playing cards? I had a, um, a memory come up, you know, and the beautiful thing that Facebook does is says, hey, X number of years ago, you were doing this. And I had a memory come up, I think it was Thursday or Friday, uh, me and a, a couple of girlfriends and I were, we went away to Dalesford for the weekend. And this is, it was this photo of us, one of my friends was falling over uh, off the couch, off a cushion off a couch actually. And then there was uh, another friend of mine and it made me think about that trip and you know how much fun it was and how easy it was and the conversation just flowed. And, and it made me really kind of made me go, wow, you know, I really, I really miss these guys. And you know, it was just a really cool reminder about how amazing my friends are, right? So, and it's like sometimes you've got different friends that, that sort of like land into different pockets or who, who almost, um, for, for want of a better way of explaining it, it's like different people kind of serve different purposes in your world, right? And so different people have, have these different roles to play. But I think if you can think about who an ideal friend might be, what qualities they have. Like, what do they like to talk about? How do you like to hang out with them? What do you guys do for fun? Are they low maintenance? Are they high maintenance? Do they love like going to luxury stores? Do they love shopping trips? Do they rather go camping? You know, what is it that they really love to do? So in your mind, conjure up this ideal friend that you could possibly come up with. Right, and and it might be that you go to concerts together. It could be like I don't know, whatever it is that if they're partnered and you're partnered, and they have kids and you have kids, you all do all these things together. You know, think about it from from that perspective. Then once you've got that kind of creative flow happening, then I want you to think about the niche for your business in the same way. Now the trick here is not to kind of go. Oh yeah, that's great in my personal life, but you know, then as soon as we try to drag that into business, we we tend to go <laughs> and become a little bit mechanical. And the thing that we'll often do is go, oh, but that person doesn't exist, or there's not enough people, or there's not this, or there's not that. Like we start to build these parameters around them. But if you think about it from your ideal friend perspective, like we know that there is an abundance of people out there, and it's just a matter of finding them. So if we want to take we want to take that type of thinking and apply it into your business. And I want you to be thinking that these people have got money, that they are, that they love you, that they're engaged with your stuff, that they love the content that you're putting out, that they love the way that you speak, you entertain, you show up every day, you inspire, you motivate, the way that you, you know, pull them up on their shit, the way that you explain different concepts you know, as your friends would do, right? Your friends, you can probably sit around a table with your friends and jibber-jabber for hours. Hey, Joe, jibber-jabber for hours about all of the things and they're still going to love you, right? They still want to be a part of your world. So 
the kinds of clients that you want to work with, I suspect are probably people that you can sit around and hang around a table with, jibber-jabber for hours and just hang out with. I mean, hands up those of you who want to like the people that you work with. I can't get my arm high enough because that's my that's one of my parameters. You guys, when I started building this into my business uh, and into my life, actually, that the way that people came in, it was like this self-selection process. So there were some people that kind of drifted out of my life and out of my business um, going back a few years ago. People just, like some people just drifted out and that's okay. And then that made space for some new and amazing people to come in or some existing people who are really ready to go up to that next level, right? Hey, Jacko. So I guess the thing that you want to think about is like, you know, with your friendships, right? There are friendships that are there for, was it like a reason or a season, right? Reason or a season. So some people will stick around for ages. Some people you might be friends with for a shorter period of time and have these really great connections. But depending on what's going on, you just kind of gravitate away from each other. You, the niche that you select, you may experience the same things, right? Because you are constantly evolving, growing and changing. You're learning, you're elevating, you're expanding, you're, you're increasing in your frequency. So the people that you're bringing into your world are going to be different to what they were six months ago, 12 months ago, two years ago. Now, the only thing to remember as well is that some of those people who are already in your audience are also growing and evolving and changing along with you, right? And their frequencies are growing. Not everybody, but also their frequencies are growing. So it's about trying to help them see that, that common ground with how you can connect with them. So the best tip that I can possibly give you is don't sit there thinking, all right, I've got, to, I've got to go and create something that people can afford. Or if I do this, then this will happen. Then, you know, if I do this, then this will happen. Come back to, all right, like, who do I want to work with? Who are the people that I'm calling in? What is the best, most amazing thing that I could create right now to be able to bring them in? How can I raise my vibe? How can I raise my energy? How can I raise my frequency in order to connect and engage with them and help to bring them through? And once you've got that, that's when you then get out there and you start marketing. The other thing to remember is what you're focusing on is what you're constantly going to get. So focus on abundance. Focus on the fact that people will find the money for the things that are important. You've got to be so specific about what the people's problems are. You need to know what it is that they want. You need to know what they're dealing with and so that you can then get out there and actually help them. All right. So that is what you need to know for today. So use the friend, the ideal friend creator, translate that into the business with your, with your niche. Don't get into the mechanics of it with, oh, but I only work with women. And this sounds like I'm talking to men as well, or, you know, I, I don't sell this thing. Just think about that person, not only their demographics, but also their psychographics, what they're like emotionally, energetically, physically, if you want to, and get really clear on all of that, and it will make your marketing easier. I am going to love you and leave you. I hope you have a really awesome and amazing day. I will see you tomorrow. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it, and remember the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. See you later.